You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Take one. Knock, knock. Who this? We're Stephen and Dana, and we can't believe you thought I'd look podcast. My podcast. We're so glad you're listening to it. We would never listen to it. I don't even want to listen to it to edit it. I don't even want to wake up in the morning. Stephen and Dana, and we're in the room. God, it was the moistest cornbread I've ever had. Hi, Stephen. Hi. Have we started? Sure. Yes, welcome. We're, we're talking in um, 120 beats per minute today. You like those beats per minute. I do, a BPM. Um, a Brian Patrick, <laughs> Brian Patrick Murphy, who had a child. He's a dad. He's a dad. Um, Mark Fisher, in, shout out. In the truest sense of the word. Um, I'm trying to find my notes. Oh, here we go. There we go. Does okay. Eve Plum have them? Eve Plum has our notes. Okay, so we have to catch up. We haven't seen each other for like two weeks. I haven't seen you in a long time. How'd that happen? I don't know what happened. It just Um, didn't happen. What have you been doing? Sweating. Our last episode was our birthday episode. Right. Our birthday episode. We had a heat wave. I did. I canceled everything and I hid in my house and I watched Killing Eve. Talk about it. Sandra Oh was nominated for an Emmy this morning. Killing Eve is... So good. It's so British. And where do we find it? Amazon Prime slash. I think it's if you have like Acorn or some sort of access to BBC stuff, it might be free. But um, Penny Fuller bought it on Amazon, so I logged into her account and watched it. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> and scene. It's so good. If you like spy shit, if you like assassination, assassination shit, if you like. Our guests are currently making out right now, so it's a little distracting. (laughs) (laughs) We're not making out. We'll get to you. Um, Listen, you guys are doing your kids. We're doing ours. We barely see each other today. All right, so we should like put a curtain here. So, Stephen. So, Killing Eve is great. Like Marsha and Greg Brady. Yeah. When they just yeah. Mm -hmm. Killing Eve is nailing it. It's so good. The acting is incredible. It's so British. It's. I can't. Okay, do we need to go on the other No, it's perfect. This is the worst podcast you guys are ever going to listen to. Go watch Killing Eve. It's really good. Okay, and also, when last we spoke, I had only seen Frozen on Broadway. Guess what? You said Head Over Heels. I've seen more. Ooh. I've seen Head Over Heels. Bonnie Milligan, past guest, is making her Broadway debut 
and is remember that thing she said she couldn't talk about yes on her episode like a week later then and then she we stopped announced... hitting record and she told us yeah yeah that's it so she's nailing it as the fucking lead in Head Over Heels Go-Go's music set to like the renaissance so if you liked Something Rotten if you liked Kinky Boots if you liked Peter and the Starcatcher pretend all those things had a baby and gave birth to Head Over Heels and it's fun it's really fun it was front row center yeah and she's ugh a Broadway star. What else did we see? We just came from... We just came from... Gah, 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 gah. Fiddler off in Dach. Fiddler on the Roof in complete Yiddish. Correct. Directed by Stephen's friend, Joel Gray. Correct. It was... So good. Immaculate. It, it was, was breathtaking. So good. It was perfect. I, w- I love Fiddler. It's one of my top five favorite shows of all time. And everyone needs to go see it. It was really moving to hear that in Yiddish and it's 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 not English's fault for being English telling stories about places where they don't speak English yeah but it adds that layer it forces you into that world and out of New York City 2018 it's not distracting it's not there's super titles so don't feel like you have to know it to go in and just do it from memory you can read the scenes and if you know the music then you have this great chunk of time where you don't need that and you can just watch the world happen and understand it without understanding what they're saying. Yeah. It's, it's really beautifully done. Speaking of Fiddler, I don't the know The word if... of the day today on Words with Friends was fiddle? <laughs> Up top. Um, speaking of Fiddler, I don't know if anyone has tried this yet, but it's summertime and we wear in sandals. Y'all gotta get into baby foot exfoliation foot mask. It's fucking weird. I can't wait to see how you're tying that into Fiddler. I'm not. Great. It's just incredible. <laughs> it's sunrise, sunset. Do they sell it at the Anatevka General Store? I don't know. No, they sell it at Ricky's, and it's like $10. But, I mean, if you want your feet to be well, baby Well, Burns is really into it. She is. So you have baby feet right now. They're not a is sponsor. It, is it like a paraffin? You know what it does? Like, It's like a, a foot mask that you wear for like 90 minutes and then 90 yeah and then four to seven days later your feet you take it off and like rinse it off after 90 minutes I thought you were going to say four to seven days later you take it off no four to seven days later your foot skin starts to come off like a sunburn in like large chunks like it doesn't hurt like a sunburn uh, you know it's not like raw skin you know what I mean it just sloughs off and it's like so satisfying and your baby feet are like what do you do with underneath. your shoes? Do you just shake them out? Oh, it's not cute. In the meantime, you gotta get a vacuum out. No, it's, it's yeah. Oh yeah. If you, you're a picker, get into it. Like it's really good for anxiety. This would be good for you. Oh yeah. Is it? Oh, like, I. Yeah. Night, I'm like, yeah. I'm gonna do it all the time. It's really great. Do you think that the more you do it, the less foot will fall off? There will be less foot to oh, fall. Oh, maybe, off. maybe. Uh, when I was a competition dancer, um, Mandy Moore told me... This is us, Mandy Moore? No, choreographer of La La Land, Mandy Moore, um, told me that every time you take a step barefoot, like 10,000 dead skin cells fall off your foot. Yes. And if I think about that, there are rooms in New York City and Los Angeles where I have entire feet lying around. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I an entire foot comes off with I this thing. I could donate a foot. Yeah. 
Speaking you, of, what do you have a? Could you a lose a shoe desk? size? Do you think? A shoe size? Ooh, I'm are down your shoes to Looser. Yeah. That's a great question. That's a great question. You're so thoughtful. All I really wanted to know is if you really get to just sit down for 90 minutes, because I'm always looking for a good reason to sit. Oh, yeah. Get, get your chips, get your dip, get your yeah. wine, get your show, get and your you're remote like by you. forced to sit for 90 oh, minutes. Oh, yeah, because if you start walking I around with like to sit. plastic lube socks on, you, That's, you'll you're slip. Gonna, oh, this is and then you'll be out of a show for three weeks. Plastic lube socks. Wow, it sounds awesome. No, it's take care of those baby feet. And then your feet feel like ears. What a great thing to do between it's shows. So right. It is. <laughs> Like, I'm just going to order it and put my feet up in my dressing room on the oh equity cot. <laughs> Speaking of equity cot, we caught two <laughs> we got equity two. members. Mm-hmm. Hit me again, see what happens. Okay. <laughs> Introducing Star of Come From Away, currently on Broadway. One of Huge them. hit. There's 12. It's an ensemble piece. They're not here. I know. Okay. Sharon Wheatley. And would you like to introduce guest number two? This is my wife, Martha Donaldson, who's stage manager on Broadway. Of various things. An actress and a stage manager under one roof. I know. Married. This house must run like clockwork. (laughs) (laughs) It does. Not at all. Nope. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It runs late. Places for your wake-up call. <laughs> there is places for bedtime. Places for bedtime. Yeah. What is your bedtime from on a Broadway schedule? Are we past Well, it? it depends. It depends on if we have children here who have to go to school or have activities, right? That's different. If it's just Martha and I, we're just... It's like two... We're on like the two to ten. Mm. Two a.m. to That's ten a.m. schedule. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty common show schedule, I think. Ten is, is late, the, though. We two very to rarely actually sleep until ten. Yeah, we sleep till like nine. We have too many. But then you can have a leisurely hour of of like dog, walk, dog walking and, and the first cup of coffee, coffee doesn't making. really count. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, totally. yeah. That's a, that's that's yeah. our schedule. You live with two dogs, two cats. Yes, and mm-hmm. two children. Well, yes, Charlotte's not here. So one of my children is 20 and one is 10. Can you believe she's That's crazy. 20. She's 20. I've known the 20-year-old since she's seven. Like, yeah. She's, Damn, Gina. Yeah. I know. So she's, she's a directing major at DePaul in Whoa. Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> my ovaries just dried up. So you're telling me that when she comes back like to visit... There's a director, a stage manager, and an actress. That's right. That's under right. one roof. That's correct. There's two stage managers. Please tell me the ten-year-old wants to like be a set designer. She wants to be a stage manager. <laughs> she wants to be a stage oh, manager. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I will say, if either of us say what, if I ever say what time it is, they will both correct me as to what the real time is. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm so into that. I'm into that. If I Good say it's like it's one twenty-five, they'll be like it's one twenty-two. Oh, good for you. Yeah, yeah they're right. They're right. It is. It's true. Those three minutes make a difference. I know, but you understand that as the actor in the house, I am the lowest in the total <laughs> Yeah. All You're times. the George Clooney, and then they're a mall. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's how that goes. Wonderful. Yeah. 
I have. I don't even know where to begin. I, know. I don't. Oh, I know where to begin. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm wrecking my rack, trying to be like, what year shall we start? No, I know where to okay, begin. Okay, We never begin there. Okay, what? go ahead, Stephen. We have a segment we like to call "What Was Your First Impression of Us." But enough about me. Let's talk about you. What do you think of me? <laughs> <laughs> of you guys? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, this just happened. I mean, well, I've known Dana. Yeah, for I don't a long know either. Time. Of you. Yeah. Yeah, that's why it's fun. So it fun. should be pretty easy to remember. Exactly. <laughs> So we start with that, like yep. what our first impression. Yeah. Isn't it fun to know what people's first impression of you were? Oh, I thought my. you guys were immediately what? cool. Martha says cool. theatrical. Theatrical. Yeah. Cool theatrical. Yeah. And just now your opening banter was very good. Oh, thank you. I would say that my impression is that you stay up later than we probably do. Not true. No. It's not not true. This is a rough This is a night. fluke. Oh, this is a fluke. <laughs> you don't usually do this this no. late. We can. Yeah. We, this actually we worked out. This was preferable. This was okay. preferable this we time because we were down right. at Battery Park. Oh, my God. That's so Yeah, it's at the Museum of Jewish Heritage. Wow. So you're watching Fiddler inside of a Holocaust museum. I mean. Wow. In Yiddish. You guys would... Yeah, I really did. Anne Hold Ward did the costumes. Beowulf Borat did the set design. He did our set design. Come from away. Um, Peter. You know that he puts an elephant on every one of his sets. So somewhere on that fillet on the roof set, there is a there is an elephant. Yes, like uh, the uh, the eye can see. Yeah, I'm an astral. Yeah. Somewhere on that set, there's an elephant. The one for us for come from away. If you're looking at the set. There are the two trees that are that look sort of broken, right? That are like mm-hmm. the twin towers. And just to the right of that, there's another tree that I believe has a sign on it, maybe like a beer sign or something. And I think that the elephant's on top of that sign. Mm. But he puts I one on every one of these like yeah. 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 I yeah. love hmm. that shit. You knew that, right? Sharon Wheatley mm-hmm. coming through with an Easter You didn't know that? No. Yeah, well, done, Shirley, well, done. Done. Oh, well done, Sharon. Well done. Oh, secrets, secrets. That's right. That's part of my backstage tour. If I do, there's not a lot to look at for Comfort Warrior. We're like, well, there's 12 chairs, and then there's two tables, and an elephant. And basically. Here's my parka. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, right. there's that. So, yeah. Oh, wow. Isn't that fun? Are there other Easter eggs like that in your show? No, or do those just kind of grow over time because as a cast, you're like, this is this little secret thing that we do. That's, no, I mean, I would say that that's the biggest one. Um, uh, there's all sorts of little, like, goofy things that we all do, but in terms of, like, something that's hidden on the set, that's sure. it. Yeah. I like your hair color. Is it lighter? It is. It has been changed many times. Like, if you look at production pictures <laughs> through the years of Come From Away, <laughs> um, but we landed on this color for Broadway. So it's sort Great. of reddish. I've never yeah. really been red, so... No, but what was your first impression of me? Well, my first impression of you goes all the way back to Quisasana. Yeah. I remember coming up to your table because I served <laughs> you, and you gave me one of the best compliments of my life, and what I will never it? forget it. Oh my God, what was it? You were, I don't know, you were just like talking, and then like you broke from what you were talking about, and you're like, Dana Craig? Old school. Old school. She, Is that what she I gets said? it. That's what I. That's she what I said. Did she tell me that earlier today? Yeah. So that's stuck. Yeah. I and I was I like, like, she's oh, like that's an the old, best. She's like old an soul. old soul. Yeah. An old soul. You're an old soul. You definitely are. And even like the things that you like and the things I will that get you all of your references. references. Yeah. It's yes. really impressive that way. Yeah. I would say, 
for you, Stephen, although I've not really met you at all before the way that I had Dana, I would sure. say like clean cut. That was my first impression. Ooh. Like, yeah. Well, I dressed it up for the museum. Nice eyebrows. I'm going to go there. Tell Polite. Me on 127. And quiet. Like but, it was so <laughs> quiet in here. I think you guys were being quiet when I. Yeah, came we in. we like to plug in before we. Martha say anything was a too very good. calming, um, open door presence. Oh, it was, was just very like, she was like, "Hello, come on, in. we live here." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm I'm obsessed with you, Sharon Wheatley, and um, <laughs> I stalk you a little bit. I I follow you around and That's drop fine. notes in the dining room. I think it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. Yeah, into it. If anyone wants to know what my type is, are you going to start hiding notes to Sharon Wheatley on the set of Come On? Maybe I'd be like, "Hey Jen, I have a question for you." Check the elephant's mouth during the matinee. (laughs) Anyway, lesbians are fun. Um, They just yes a hoot a hoot a hoot. Where do we start? I don't know where the beginning. Well, we didn't ask Martha her first impressions of us. We have two guests. We said that you were cool and awesome. Yeah, oh, we came as a package. We were a package first I impression. I felt immediately warmed. Great, yeah, she's full of shit. And then Stephen was singing those songs. I love that. Oh, well. Are you a show queen? <laughs> yes. I wish you like a Like a musical? Or a yeah, like I have like that gay man chip of like the musical yes. theater chip. Yeah. Like definitely. Marie's Crisis. Woo! <laughs> Oh, she's gonna sing more musical theater songs in the car than I am, for sure. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah. Like well, her mom was a choir, like a, choir, uh, a music she teacher. She was a yeah, music teacher, a children's vocal music teacher. Yeah, but a children's vocal teacher. Yeah, she taught nothing. Music sounds like worse to me. K through eight. <laughs> yeah, for over thirty years. You're molding young um, voces. Mm-hmm. At that point. And my mom taught all the classics. Like, you know, you're a grand old flag, you're a high flying. Like, like you know, Yankee Doodle Dandy and Marnie Google with oh, the Goo 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 She really taught all the oldies. All the best 16 And Martha's also yeah. got the old school chip, I will say. Okay. Also enjoys okay. like. Mary's Dotes, you know. Okay, all okay, the. Well, no, I mean, I don't mean Who's that. Nice. But like. Like a, like a Spike Jones. You like a Herb Albert? <laughs> you got like a, you like a... What's his name? I can't think of the guy. Not Spike Jones. Uh, Dale! Yes, um, 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 Sherry Belafonte. Harry Belafonte. Come me wanna go home. <laughs> Harry Belafonte, but there was a comedian who did a routine. Every fat bunch of bright banana. They're like, come and me wanna go home. Hide the deadly black tarantula. They like. Uh, did I tell you? You guys copyright. Copyright. These are my people. Yeah. No. Oh, Sharon. Sure. I'm happy that. <laughs> right. I'm I got it. As Sean yeah. Kalala would say, I'm no dum dum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No dum dum. Dum dum. That's right. That's right. What's your favorite flavor, dum dum? Pineapple. No question. Doesn't even like stain your tongue. I'm going to go with the mystery dum-dum. Ooh, you like a surprise. I do. Living on the edge. I don't like (laughs) dum-dums. Wow. That's all there is to it. Pack this. They take me me to a very specific place. They were at my pediatrician's office. There was like a Peter Pan torso. Just the torso. And the hat came off, which included most of the hair. Did that turn you gay? And you would reach inside and grab a dum-dum. 
from Peter Pan's head. Amazing. And my favorite was the cream soda because oh, sure. oh, cream soda. Oh, man. Oh, Old sure. man. Do you remember those suckers that had like it was like a loop? And you would hold it on your fingers? Yeah. Oh, yeah and yeah. it was just a it was circle like the, of Do you know what it's called? Poor man's ring pop. Wrong. What? Safety pop. No. no. Safety pop. What's so safe about it? <laughs> because then you can't swallow this the uh the stick? Yeah. Poor man's ring pop. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what we're talking about. No, that was my dentist. The correct, the correct terminology of that is safety pop. Safety, safety pop, pop for a thousand. Sponsor. Ding, ding, ding. Yes. Oh, are we gonna pop. do like a Barry Manilow um, commercial oh. segment? Maybe. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't know. I don't know. Safety we don't pop. know either. I know. What do my notes say? If I were to open a gay bar, I'd call it Safety Pop. Oh, Ooh, there it is. That's a good name. Um, Stephen Skybell was in one of the first plays I ever did in New York. Who? Did you say Stephen Skybell? Yeah. He was Tavia tonight. I know. She went straight for him. I know. He's he amazing. He is a grounded motherfucker. He's a terrific He's actor. He's really good. You gotta go see him. I gotta go. You gotta go. Is he Tavia? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you were a witch. He's a rich man. Okay. Jackie Hoffman is Yenta. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Oh, God, I played Yenta once. I was so bad. I'm oh. a Golda. I am not a Yenta. They were like, you know, come in and then do the bits. I was like, I don't do bits. Nope. I don't do the bits. But I come in, I could be Golda. Like, I could yell You're at Tevya. Really? And I could be upset by Tevya, and I could have my feelings hurt by Tevya, but I'm not going to come in and do a bit. No, it's a problem. You're funny. I'm not that kind of funny. But you're not that kind of funny. I'm not like... You know, oh, I'm going to pick up this glass and I'm going to drink funny. I'm not that funny. I'm not that kind of funny. Sure. Okay. Is that Dolly? No. I, that oh, scene okay. is like my worst nightmare. That you have to come wow. up with like funny ways to eat. To eat yeah. a chicken? No. Sharon Wheatley. I know. Come on. <laughs> I, I I'm a little similar eating. though. I'm you are? really funny, yeah. but I am not Sean Hayes. I am not. I was just right. going to say people think you're a Jack, but I'm like, People no, think I'm a Jack. I'm you're a Will. I'm a Grace. grace. <laughs> You're a grace. You're not even a will. I'm a grace with a strong baritone. <laughs> so it's hilarious. a it's a rough, um, a, a rough a rough barrel to draw from. See, and I think I'm a will. You think you're a will? I'm a will. Yeah, mm. that's what I would say. Mm. And people would think you're a grace. People or do I just think, think that because your hair is red right now? They would, maybe they would think I'm a grace. Maybe they would think I'm a. I don't know. But a physical Karen. humor is not my bag. Yeah, no, I mean, I can do it if I have to do Maybe. it, but I don't want to do it. It sure. is like my strong suit, do you know? Sure. Yeah. Dress has always been my strongest suit. Wow. 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 That was for you, Martha. Man, that's awesome. That was terrific. Oh, the Rolodex is deep. <laughs> Let's talk about your lives. Okay. Can you, can you say that again anywhere near the mic? Oh, believe me, that picked it up. Okay. We're talking about That's our funny. lives. Oh, Lord. I'll get it for you, Steve. Please. Oh, um, is it? I don't know. It's I'll something. get it. I'm the one that's... I'm not How did you guys meet? We met doing Come From Away at the La Jolla Playhouse, but I had been told about Martha prior to her Warned arrival. Warned or told? No, told. Everybody was like, oh, my God. Like, Emily Skinner is a good friend of mine, and she was like, oh, my God, your PSM is Martha Donaldson. She's awesome. And... Another friend of mine, also, who had done Next to Normal with Martha, was like, oh my god, she's awesome, she's awesome. And so, I was like, whatever, stage manager. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I sure. was like, sure, great. And then mm-hmm. I met her, and I was like, we have people in common. And she was like, great. And then that was kind of it. <laughs> that like, was we, it. 
Yeah, there was no, we were not on each other's radars at all. Not I at was all. Just stage managing, and Sharon was like a a local hire. A local hire in San Diego. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't it. know. I didn't. I, had she was the big. handed her resume. Local to San Diego. I was the, a local to San Diego well, hire. Had, I had moved to San Diego for a few years. From yeah. New York. From New York, yes. You I had quit the business. Over at going to San Diego, give me a street taco and some sunshine. Yep. And then and they were my, like, we need... My ex-husband had gotten a job there. So we went out to do that, and then I was going to try... And live in a house. And live in a house. And, and, in suburban and San change Diego. it up. And try writing. So I was writing while I was out there. And then Rachel Hoffman from Telsey called and said, what are you doing? And I ended up auditioning for Come From Way. And I got in and that's where I met Martha. But Martha really was like the scary gay stage manager who I just was trying to avoid because I had to go to the bathroom before the break, you know, when the break was already over. Do you know what I mean? Like your normal actor, stage manager relationship. Yes. Yeah. That's it. She'd be like... It was always like everyone's back from the break. Everyone... Where's Shane? Where's Shane? <laughs> and I'd be like, I'm sorry, sorry. sorry. Yeah, it's one twenty-two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Break ended two minutes ago. I mean, but I was like, ten minutes isn't long enough for the show, and she'd be like, it was fifteen. Like we took long breaks. <laughs> but anyway, that's because I'm loosey goosey with the breaks. Yeah, I'm loosey goosey with the breaks. I don't know. And then and then I cared. That's all there is to it. Yeah. Casual. That's what this episode is called. That's exactly what it's called. <laughs> Lucy goosey with the brakes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's yeah. unless we it's find something true. else better. Yeah. Especially La Jolla, it's so beautiful. So you're just like outside, just being like, oh, so nice out here. Oh my god, the brakes are already. Uh, <laughs> right. So yeah. So yeah, we went. We met in La Jolla. I, I had gone out there to do the show, and uh, yeah, and it was certainly not anything that we were planning on. And, and what a treat! Yeah, so nothing uh, really developed until much later in the. In Probably smart. Much Developing much a new show. In the process. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Right towards the very end, in fact. So, anyways. anyway, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was that. So it was quite so a big that surprise. That was it. That was a big deal. And, uh, and then Come From Away just took off and brought you yeah, back and here. Yeah, and Martha didn't go with Come From Away. I did not. Continue. I didn't stay. No, I was going. I had every intention of staying with Come From Away, and then, um, quite out of a clear blue sky, um, Eva Van Hove, ah. Uh, who is? Who I just heard is directing another West, West Side, Side Story. Apparently, there's a West Side Story happening. I haven't read the story yet, but but he, um, I had worked with Evo at New York Theater Workshop in his very first American productions, and and he and I had forged a great working relationship. Uh, really, after like really a bad like a bad first experience for everybody with him mm. when he first came to America, we all had a hard time. But then through that came a really great like loyal, awesome. So anyway. You know, Crucible. So Crucible came, and then uh, they had tapped me to do Crucible, which wasn't until the spring. So I was like, this is great. I can do Come From Away. I can go to Seattle. It'll be great. And then View From the Bridge came in, and then, I, and then I took View From the Bridge and went and did that on Broadway instead of going to Seattle with Come From Away. Mm. And then there were a lot of personal life things that happened that prevented me from joining Come From Away later when it went to D.C. And so then I just let go of Come From Away. I got the girl. Yeah. yeah, you got what you needed. I to got from what that I show. needed out of that show exactly, yeah. and then I got to do a couple of great shows with Evo on Broadway, and that was amazing. Do you have? Ha- oh, sorry. <laughs> you go first. You go. I have a pen. I can write down. I was going to say, Come From Away took a very non-traditional road to Broadway. It yeah. did a lot of out-of-town yeah. stuff. Mm. Was it San Diego first, then 
Seattle, Seattle, then DC, then New York. Mm, then Toronto. Then Toronto. Then Toronto. I forgot about Toronto. Good God, yeah. Lemon. I know, right? Well, <laughs> there it is. So um, I'm like, why is he saying Lemon? Is that from 30 Rock? It is. Hey! Yes. Well girl. done. Well done. done. Um, yeah, they, well, you can imagine the show. People sort of say, oh, wait, it's a 9 11 musical. So I think that the producers really were wise to take it out of town. By the time we got into town, I think they said that 250,000 people had already seen Come From Away in all of its out of town. So it was able to generate all of this buzz and clarification of what the show was about. That's right. That's right. And the branding has been pretty spectacular, and a lot of it's word of mouth, which is even better. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people come back again and again. I they have really to own do. up to the fact that I haven't seen it yet, and yeah. I hate that I haven't seen it yet. I really well, do. Get, get out of here. Get, get out. out. Oh, no, I'm get uninvited. I'll pack up the mic. It's right down the street. You can see it any time. We're there eight shows a week. Don't worry about it. I've yeah. seen it. It also has some deals. I think coming. it has. I think it does. Dana, have some... thank you for coming. I'm going to now exclusively speak to you. She's in the room with Dana. <laughs> I'm in the room with Martha. You're Kava. You're dead now. <laughs> We're going to go record our own joke. podcast and just sing. <laughs> I didn't understand karaoke. it because you slipped into Yiddish for just a minute. Chava. That's a lot of spitting. Don't sit in the first two rows if you go see The Fiddler. That's oh, yeah. All Yiddish. Amazing. You know what? What? It's a fact. I saw it. I was in the second row. You'll enjoy like, your house Jesus. seats. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Stephen. You, you will sit in your Friend house Friend of Joel's. Seats. You will get spit on and you won't like it. I, I liked it. Spit on me all you want. Do you stay with the show for as long as you want? What's your contract like? Do you just hop around? Are you freelance? Are you staff? Like, what's... Talk stage manager. Yeah. I'm freelance. Um, Can you just be like, I'm done now. Moving on to... I'm totally freelance. So I do show to show to show to show. Just like an actor. I'm basically the same as an actor. I get hired at the beginning of the... I'm not the same, but... Well, you are the same union, so I would imagine the same, a lot of the same... So you get hired at the beginning, and then you do it from the beginning, and you do it all the way through, and then you, you do all the rehearsals, and then you do all of the tech rehearsals, and then you do all of the run of show, and you do it until it ends. You or, do it until it ends. That's right. Or, or if you get something uh, like you know different or more lucrative or something you'd rather do, you can leave and go do something else, but... I te- I actually bizarrely have done that a number of times, but I always do it right at the end. Like I miss the last two weeks or the last week, or they'll be like we're extending for two weeks, and I'm like I can't do the extension. It's like me in a can of diet coke. Mm. Like I never fully finish it. I oh, always really? leave just a swig. You know mm. why you do that? Why? Because you're holding the can and it gets too hot by the time it's down mm, there. If you put maybe. that shit on a coaster and only pick it up when you need it, mm. that shit's cold to the last you get too drop. Hot. You mm. need to leave. Mm. But yeah, just just show to show, and then and then and then yeah, the show the show will end, another show will come. It's just uh, bizarre how 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 well it dovetails. You seem a lot very emotional about closings and ends of shows and <laughs> that journey. Usually, it's like, when are we closing? Oh, thank God. Um, <laughs> You're like, I'm dipping out at the bows. Yeah. All right. Peace out. Um, no, I mean you know it's it's. I don't ever feel really. Sad no, when don't. the show closes. Definitely not. Because usually I'm ready for it to close, or or I'm very lucky in my career. I usually have something else coming up. Knock wood. Um, or yeah, or something else going on, or whatever. So I've just been super lucky, you know. And um, 
Yeah, show to show. Do you have a camaraderie with not the cast? As the cast, I assume, has a very specific working relationship. Do you have that with... Right. Well, I'm going to say that Martha in particular, of all the stage managers that I've worked with, is has been proclaimed the most gregarious stage manager. You're the most gregarious stage manager I ever met. <laughs> as coined uh, by Shirley she Fishman. Is, but she's very uh, affectionate and sweet with the cast, and she's definitely an actor's stage manager. An actor's stage manager. She is. And, and that's there, not normal? No, that is not normal. That is not normal. Usually, most often, you have a producer's stage manager. You know, that the producer is... Obviously, the one who's got all the money and has all the power and whatever, and so you have stage managers who are really afraid to stand up for the actors or to uh, check on anything or afraid to take a break because they're they don't want to upset the director or whatever. And Martha's really very actor friendly and very actor protective. So I'll say that having worked with her is that's that's an important. But I also think that that's probably why you work with stars so often. Do you think that? I also think you're not phased by stars at all. Um, I've just kind of fallen into the star thing, you know. It's just like Broadway is populated with stars, and if you're going to do plays on Broadway, you tend to Specifically be with stars plays. lately. Mostly plays, right? Like primarily plays. And I have been very fortunate also to work with, um, you know, I've known Scott Rudin a really long time. Um, I used to do a lot of plays off-Broadway, and I really was an off-Broadway stage manager for many years, and Scott did a lot of, like, you know, enhancing of off-Broadway productions. This was before, in the years before, it really became, like, an off-Broadway-to-Broadway machine the way it is now. Um, But anyway, so I had a a tiny relationship with Scott, and then... uh, then, and then my first Broadway show was this also a Scott Rudin show, which was The Year of Magical Thinking with Vanessa Redgrave. And I, you know, whatever. I've always had, had a fond relationship with him. And he, um, and so when the Evo thing kind of came along, I mean, there have been other Broadway shows before that, but, but the Evo uh, connection with Scott Rudin, that really got, got into like a big star moment there. And then I did The Glass Menagerie with Sally Field. Mm-hmm. But, I you loved know, that show. But the plays are just... You loved it. I'm glad to hear that. Oh, yeah. I mean, it got mixed. Yeah. But I I was one of the people who was gagged by it. Yeah. Right on. Right on. Yeah, yeah. It was quite a production. Um, And then this fall, I'm going to do the lifespan of a fact with Daniel Radcliffe. My... Bobby Cannavale. Friend is one of the producers on that. Don't forget the lady. Cherry Jones is... Emmy nominee this morning. Can't wait. Really? Yeah. Oh, and was she okay? Transparent. That's where that came in. I was going to say, was it transparent? I mean, I'm wondering what she could have Probably. been nominated for. She hasn't. She was in transparent. I don't. I haven't watched transparent. That was a while ago. Transparent. Let's just though. go with it. Anyway, it was great. Something. Congratulations, Cherry Jones. Yay, Cherry your, Jones. We love you. On your Emmy My friend Deanna Twain is one of your producers. Oh, she taught me sign language Amazing. eleven years ago. Wow. Well, that's good to know. I'm sure I'll meet her along the lines. Oh yeah. Don't forget. I, I, no, I've been saving it. Okay, good. Yeah. I, I have um, something to bring up with you a Uh-oh. little later. Oh, really? That, that I think is going to be really fun. Fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is exciting. Mm-hmm. Sharon. Yes, Dana. What's your favorite show you've been in? Come From Away. I mean, that's an easy answer for me. Is it? 
It is an easy answer for me because... I mean, you have quite the res. I had not created a role before. Mm. You know, I've really done a lot of replacing people and going into shows that I really love, but I hadn't had a role that was um, that was mine from the beginning. And there really is... You know, it's awesome. Like, I just met... Yeah. I know the person who's playing the the my role on tour, and it was just kind of cool. Like, it's just um, funny. Like, she, yeah. she said to me, she said... I have listened to you so many times. And I thought, that's so um, <laughs> surreal yeah. and awesome. But And so that's just on a personal note. It was incredibly fun to get to create a role for the first time. Remember when I told you that I had never created a role? I was astonished. Yeah. Martha was really astonished. Because I've done so many new plays. Cats, Phantom, and Avenue Q. And Les Mis. And yep. Les Mis. Yeah. Yep. yep. She's done all three of right? them. Right? Cats, the, Les Mis, Phantom... I have an EQ and then come for away. Those are my five. Yeah. I have a question for you. What is it? Her IBDB, where yes. I do some of my best stocking. Yes. You are also a stage manager on Avenue Q? I was a stage manager on Avenue Q. Talk I about was it. The second ASM. Several times, uh, often, um, although they shouldn't, probably, Equity, uh, Martha can speak to that. Uh, Equity allows <laughs> small shows like Avenue Q, which no one thought was going to be a hit, mm-hmm. to have a second ASM who was also a standby. And so I was, for a, about 15 minutes, I was the second ASM, and I was the dance captain, and I was the standby at, at Avenue Q. And that job had been held by uh, a woman named Amy Garcia pri- uh, prior to me. I know Amy it. Garcia. I love Amy Garcia. I could lick her. I love her so She's so... Much. I can't even take it. I can't look at her and not smile. I know. She's the greatest human I don't know being. her well. It sounds like we're best friends. We're not. But every time I have seen her. Yeah, she's who I replaced in Avenue Q. And so anyway, so yeah, I was like the deck stage manager. I wore a headset and I had to be like, clear. And, you know, right? <laughs> Did you hate it or love it? It's or hated so it. Here's why. Okay. Stage managers have to be at work... I have to be at work at 7.30. They have to be at work at 6.30. And I was like, for what? What are we doing for an hour? Stage manager stuff. Yeah, stage manager stuff. Managing the stage. They'd be like, can you take this piece of paper down to electrics? And I was like, no. Where is electric? (laughs) So I was like... Can I just text it to the dude in electric? Yeah, I was like... Who is in electrics? And they were like, go down to the basement. And <laughs> basement? Take this like, piece of paper right. and, I was and like, go down the stairs. Why do they care? And they were like, just do it. Anyway, so I wasn't... Follow the arrows. <laughs> I wasn't oh, my so God. Good. Yeah, you would have really not liked me. Like, you thought me as a local hire was Thank bad. God, You're like, I can't do this. I have to warm up in case I have to go on hit intermission. Totally. And, of course, my first question was like, okay, so wait. So does this mean that I will go on less because then you're going to have to like bring in a stage manager to replace me? And they were like, no, but yes. Yeah. (laughs) But you know what I was really good at is that every time there was a birthday. (laughs) It was my favorite job that you did. I was in charge of picking up the cake and then cutting the cake and then washing the knives. I was really good at that. This is a very important second day assignment. That's something Golda would do. Like, Yenta's not doing that. Yenta's not going to do that. No. Nope. Exactly. She's going to be like, happy birthday. Wash your own knife. It's good for you. Right. Exactly. So, there you go. That's what I did. And then I quit. I didn't quit the acting part. But I was... Beatrice was 
brand new. Yeah. So, I mean, literally like two months old. Brand new. She was. She was a new model. So. You have authored a book. I have authored a book. (coughs) Called Till the Fat Girl Sings, honey. Till the Fat Girl Sings. You can buy it anywhere you buy books. That's true. Probably Amazon. Yep, Amazon. Definitely Amazon. I bought a copy on Amazon. (laughs) I I probably bought it before Amazon. I'm going to go buy a copy on Penny Fuller's Amazon account. You absolutely should. Um, Is there another book in the works? I think that probably more likely, you know, I really enjoy writing scripts. So that's a good thing. But just, yes, I would love to write another book. Of course, I would love to write another book because in the past few years, I have had a lot happen. Both of my parents have died. I got divorced. I, I got remarried. I married a woman, which was new. And I'm in a hit Broadway show. So I've had a true roller coaster yeah. of you name it, it's happened. <laughs> so... Uh, and, and the focus of the first book was was body image and body size. Yeah, growing up and growing having up Broadway dreams. Yeah, it was it was they wanted me to write a book that was about growing up overweight with glamorous dreams, you know, with wanting this glamorous career. And I said to them when they asked me to write it, I said, "That's fine, but you should know I'm a size 14." So the deal is that it, it's not going to be like, oh, and I grew up and I got skinny and then I was on Broadway and, and now everything's happy. I said, you know, that it, it just is going to be about what I've been through and what I've learned. And so that's what it was. And it ended up being about so much more than what I thought it was going to be about because it really just became about my body, how I felt about my body, what people said about my body, what happened to my body, all of that kind of stuff. So it really mm-hmm. became a, a bigger story than I had anticipated. But it's very dated in the sense that it ends when I was cast in Cats, which was in 99, if you can believe that. So even though it was published in 2006, it really, the the era that I sort of framed it in was that stuff. So anyway. Are you... It's a great read, so you should absolutely pick it up. It is a great read. Yeah. I agree wholeheartedly. Are you an actor that um, also enjoys writing, like, a show for yourself, like a one-woman thing to do somewhere? Or are you more, put me in a show, and I'm either going to be an actor or I'm going to write this show for somebody else to do? Does that make sense? It does make sense. I've always thought I'm a better writer than I am an actor, so I've never wanted to write a show for myself because I didn't feel like I would have the acting chops to perform the way I, as a writer, would want it performed. Come From Way has helped me gain confidence in my acting abilities. When I say that, I immediately want to turn to Martha and be like, right? <laughs> I could see you not doing it. I could right, see you your agree? head. <laughs> I'm working on it. Um, yeah, I could just, see your neck. Just, I'm trying not to look that way. I don't know. I mean, does it's there anything... So sound worse than like <laughs> writing a show and then having to perform it I don't think so I think it just sounds awful it, uh, 
<laughs> I love you so much <laughs> because I mean I'm sure a lot of people feel that way, but a lot of people don't. I know. And they put it up anyway. Oh, yeah. I know. I remember when I was younger saying, well, people were like, you should do a cabaret show. And I was like, you can't do a cabaret show until you're... I mean, some like acting teacher said this to me a long time ago. And they were like, you can't do a cabaret show when you're young. You don't have anything to talk about. And it hit me a few days ago that I was like, oh, God, I'm old. And I have things to talk about. <laughs> but I still don't want to do a cabaret show. <laughs> it just sounds so... It sounds like narcissism RS. It just really... Like, I'm in the middle of revamping my website. And really, it is just the most narcissistic thing I have ever done in my life. No, I've got a guy and he's up my ass and wants me to hit Mm. publish on it and I just have not done it because it's just a whole lot of me. It's just like... It's a good website. It'll be fine if I ever actually launch it. Sure. I know things about Sharon Wheatley. Oh my gosh. It's just ridiculous. You'll know everything. Yeah. It's so interesting. I know. It's also interesting that you say that because I imagine when you're in a show, especially the drive to like sit down and write yourself a one person show seems like so much extra work in my head like (laughs) I'm working and I know that while I'm working it'll be easier to get people there than when I'm not in something yeah but I'm also like I'm doing what I love eight times a week. Why do I have to do this other thing? Well, the right? other thing, too, is a one-woman show honestly just sounds lonely. I'm a collaborator, so I would much rather be in it with somebody else. I like to write with other people. I like to perform with other people. I do like direct address to the audience, and I do like um, actually being myself on stage. I'm, I'm very comfortable doing all of that kind of stuff like I did the other night at the... Lori Beachman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flaming Saddles. Flaming Saddles. She was up on the bar. No. Lori Beachman? I was at the Lori Beachman. The Broadway sessions? Sessions. Yeah. Oh, with Ben Cameron. Yeah. She was terrific. He's the loveliest. Isn't he? He is the loveliest human. I had such a good time, and I really wanted to stab my eyes out with any sharp or blunt thing prior to doing it because I really felt like this is going to be just the most hideous situation. But I oh, no, did it. Awesome. That's yeah. kind of my next question. Are you somebody that, you know, a composer or somebody says, hey, we're doing this thing at 54 Below. Can you sing one song? Is that your jam? Do you love doing that on your night off? Or are you like... Nobody asked me else? to do that. So what, I don't... What if they, what if they had? If they did, I would Same. do it. I would be... I would think that that would be fun. Martha might do it. Martha would 100%. I could step in. Do it. So Martha's doing a one-woman show at 54 Below, and she really wants to sing. I'll write Next, it. With you, I yeah. Will Never Leave You. I'm not going to do, do that. I'm definitely not going to do it's that. It's called Broadway Cruise Sings at right. 54 Below. Exactly. It's called like, Electrics Sings. Yeah. Electrics Sings. I don't know when this, when your podcast drops. Tuesday. Tuesday. I just thought I'd use the lingo. And that's it. That's it, right? Yeah. yeah. It drops Anyway, uh, but I am doing one sort of fun extracurricular activity, which I'll tell you about, which is on July 22nd and 23rd, which is Sunday night at 7.30 and Monday at 8 p.m. I am making a special guest appearance in Avenue Q. Yes, because the 15 years. I was very honored to be asked. I might be doing special. Who knows? I'm not. I don't know that I'm allowed to say what it, what Great. portion yeah, of the show that I'm doing, but uh, I'm super psyched about it. I have rehearsal tomorrow, so by psyched I do also mean terrified. 
Mm-hmm. And maybe I did just make Martha run might, lines with Just me. run lines. Oh, that's so good. Because I haven't done it in eight years, and so tomorrow I'm going in with the current cast. So it'll be like the regular Kate Monster who does the whole show until then I appear as Kate Monster, and then I'll come out and do a section of the show. And the audience will lose Right, and so I guess what they're doing is the 15 shows up to their 15th anniversary, they're bringing original cast members and then featured alumni. So I fall in the featured alumni. Oh, that's so fun. I know. It's really sweet. If I weren't doing Coverway, I would never be asked, so I'm very grateful to get to go do it. It's going to be super fun. Sure. Yeah. Um, have you, when you, during your time at Avenue Q, did your paths cross with Jen Bender? Yes, I just ran into her on the street last night, where I also met the girl who plays Anastasia. Yeah. She is the loveliest. I, I met her once in passing. Oh my gosh, she was so sweet. We hugged she like three super times. Sweet. So nice. I gave her marriage advice and... <gasps> It was just incredibly fun and kind. And she also went to CCM, where I also went. So we are nowhere near the same age. Sure. Jen Bender was our first guest on this podcast. Oh, is that right? (laughs) This pink party rosé is to Insert commercial. Insert commercial. Do you hear those bubbles, Stephen? Oh, I hear them. How sweet it is. (sighs) So crisp. From the makers of White Girl Rosé and Babe Rosé comes the hilariously delicious Pink Party Rosé with Bubbles. The misfits over at Swish Beverages, which includes Instagram comedian The Fat Jew, have made us all lose our shit over their newest rosé. Pink Party Rosé is sponsoring In the Room with Stephen and Dana because, well, if there's not a two-drink minimum, are you really in a room? With notes of honeydew and cantaloupe, this very pink blend of Sauvignon Blanc and Zinfandel is actually pretty good. It is what I'm drinking all summer. It is a sparkling rosé, gives you all of those bubbles, and is so refreshing for an outdoor summer treat. Is it what I'm drinking right now, Stephen? Why? I can tell by its pink hue that it is. This bottle does not have a face for podcasting. It has a face for Instagram. So buy it, drink it, pose your face off with it, lip sync for your life with it, and tag it at We Brought Wine. That was like Rosé Bop It. I don't think it's asking too much. It's a very reasonable price point. It is delicious. It's a very large bottle. I feel like it's bigger than most rosé bottles. Oh, interesting. It is a girthy bottom. Yeah, I said it. There's some quality literature on the label. They know their audience, and they are appealing to you every step of the way. Dana, when do you drink rosé? All the time. I think you're supposed to say all day. (laughs) Ask me again. Dana, when do you drink rosé? All day. Make every gathering a soiree with Pink Party Rosé. Cheers. Cheers. Pink party. Pink party. Pink party! With bubbles. Avec Buble. It's a pink party, baby. (laughs) I drink rosé all day, bitch. Rosé all day. Rosé, then slay. Rosé, and then I slay. Hey! Bring me my rosé. Rosé all day. That's chicken frying in the background. Pink party! I wasn't gay until I had a sip of rosé and then everything changed. Drunken? Drank. Drunk? Oh, rosé. Oh, my fried chicken is ready. Hold on. You're never gonna make it in this town with a voice like that. Might as well drink up, honey. 
They could smoke on an airplane. Yeah, yeah I smoked on an airplane. Um, you know what it's like to smoke on an airplane? I did. I smoked on an airplane. You saved that till we were an hour in? Yeah. <laughs> was it an international flight? It was. Yeah. Because yeah. by the time I think that we were of age, it would probably had already been banned. On, on domestic, on domestic flights, flights, maybe. Yeah, it's just so crazy. Like the whole, like, hours the whole like the whole like smoking right. sections, you know, of anywhere. I mean, when I first it's moved to so New York, silly. it was like a, this, every restaurant has a smoking section, but it's just like you're in the non-smoking section, and those people right there at that table are in the smoking. Like it's just right. ridiculous. It's the same air. You're all in the you know, and on an airplane to be like these four rows in the back are for <laughs> smokers. You know, like, it's, it's like, not going to go to the people in the. I can't even imagine it now. I've never smoked a cigarette in my life, but if they said you can smoke on a plane again, oh, I would. You just would be to like, I'm going to smoke once you said I did. Just want to, yep, smoked on an airplane. Yeah, Only I time. Can't even. Has anyone airplane? ever had sex on a plane? I have not. No. Have you? Oh. No. Whose podcast is this? I'm sorry. I have I no, no, I haven't. No. Me either. I don't know that if I would. A, I know, it seems... I, um, I have, like, motion I sickness, and I feel f- gross on a plane. Oh, okay. And you, you get all, like, stopped up. do it, like, up. in the bathroom. I just yeah. tend to fly at 7 a.m., which means I've been up since 3 a.m. Don't I think, though, that this is one of those, like, mythologies of, like, oh, you've got to get in the Mile High Club. It sounds terrible, really. You want to get in the Mile High Club? Have sex in Denver. There it is. A That's lot right. of it sounds I've had awful. sex in like, Denver. Sex, had on sex on a beach. Yeah. Not cute. Oh God, yeah, no! There's there's an episode of Grey's Anatomy where Bailey goes on her honeymoon and they have sex on the beach and then they don't have sex the rest of the honeymoon because she got sand in her poon. See, that's just dumb. Not worth it. That's I like that that was it. a storyline. Yeah, it was the actual storyline. We made out. On the beach. Mm, yes. Well, <laughs> what's the best thing that's happened to me on the beach? This is definitely the best. The thing making that's out to me on, on the beach. beach of me and Sharon was definitely. <laughs> Like it was, it was like nighttime, it was bonfire, beautiful. like sunset, you know, or like low, post sunset. No, like no, evening, like, like low tide. We're like down at the water. It's like palm trees, but it's because like moon. A, like it was like amazing. So you know, we're just like Hillsbury. Oh, it's it's like, like, like there's nothing better than a beach. At all. Like our signature thing. Like we just made out of the beach down in Florida. Yes, do you we did. Do you, do you remember? <laughs> Yeah, I was there. I wasn't there. <laughs> was that that was you? not me. Was that with you? Yeah, it was. It was. With you. Yeah, no. it was definitely with me. <laughs> the dogs well, we are make a point. so well We made. make a point to go do it now. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, I'm sorry. We were talking about making out. I went to the to the dogs, but they, they were are really doing great. We opened with you guys making out. Oh, that's true. Nice button. I don't even know where Sparky is. He's right here. Sparky's right here. This is a fabulous shirt, by the way. Thank you. I love that patch. Thank you. Quite a pat. We had to have. There was a bit of a. Um, oh, hello. There's a, a there's a wardrobe crisis in my closet, basically. One well, no, we've had a wardrobe makeover. I enjoy how much of a non-dog person you are. I'm just. I'm. I don't know if I'm allergic to him yet or not. He's. So I don't like to. He's not more allergenic. Oh, is he? But are he's they like, ever? No, yeah, he's allergic usually to are. me. Poots. He's a poodle yeah. schnauzer. Yeah, I think they both yeah. are. They have hair, not fur. I have a cat and a Boston Terrier at home. Oh, you do. It's allergy fest in your house. They're nailing it. It's like he knows. Yeah, they all know. They're just like, 
He's like, I'll stay here with Steven. I mean, I'm Ooh. fine. I don't need you. I'm just resting my yeah, pawn. I know, I'm sweaty. Look at that. It's like a salt lick. I'm just resting it. It really is. Um, are you dating anyone right now? No. What's happening? No. Are you dating? Space yes. I have a living boyfriend. He lived in Denver and oh. moved here. Oh, how'd you meet him? This podcast. He's like, are you kidding like me? We launched this podcast and for whatever reason he was following me and sent a message he was like listen to the first episode it was super cute can't wait for more and you were like move in I was like who are you like I'm not paying you to listen to this so I don't know why you did right like what's your story (laughs) yeah sparky um so we started talking that way and then Frozen did their out of town tryout in Denver Mm -hmm. and he said so I have these two tickets to Frozen if you can get here, like, tickets on me. I can get there because I said, listen, if you're awful, I'm going to tell you this isn't great and I'm going to go stay with one of my friends in Frozen. I had now. Yeah. I would have never gone there blind. I yeah. wouldn't go there without knowing anyone. Um, I said, perfect. If you're awful, I'll stay with somebody and deal with it. Right. Um, and we'll go see Frozen. It'll be fun. And he was not awful. Oh, that's good. And then he moved here. Yeah, I went there a couple times. He came here. We met in the middle and went to Chicago mm-hmm. in the middle of a snowstorm. Um, and he moved here in April. Are you a singer? Are you a performer? Ah, I am. I that's why I asked you about... Since the 10th grade. Since the 10th grade. 10th grade. What was your swan song? I can't remember if it was Carousel or Music Man. One or the other. I was in the chorus. I bet it was Music Both Man because them. I almost wanted to quit after doing Music Man. <laughs> <laughs> after 10th grade, I switched to backstage stuff. And now here I am. Right. What happens? That's why I asked you about the one-woman show stuff. Mm. Because I, with no Broadway credits to my name, am finding that this is a great way for me to at least be doing something and right. not doing nothing. But I hate the writing part. Oh, interesting. I, hate it because that's the part that feels very self-involved. Mm-hmm. I want to write about myself. Hey, I have no writing skills. Well, I don't think well, that you, have to you have should say. write it. You should voicemail it. Voice memo it. And then and then go down it. Go back and write that out. It's going to be mm-hmm. a better way for you to go. It's going to sound stilted. If you sit down that's, at a computer, yeah. it's not going to sound the way you talk. You need to just pick up your phone and be like, okay, now I'm going to tell you this story about Aunt Phyllis, and then just tell the story, and wherever it takes you, and then you can just write it out verbatim, and if you want to edit it, and then that's how you'll put it all together. But don't don't sit down at your computer and try to write it. It won't sound like you. Great. That's my Thank you. Hot tip. Hot tip. Hot tip. Yeah. So you're writing scripts? I am writing scripts. Well, right now, I'm writing pitches. But, uh, but yes, I definitely want to continue awesome. writing. I had to live my life for a little bit. I have a lot of new material. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's for another podcast. Never. Yeah. Do you like a long run or do you like to jump around? I like the safety and security of a long of run. Course. If I like the show. Like, Comfort Away has really just been an enormous gift also I really love everyone that I work with and yeah. come on now it's a hundred minutes long I'm sure dum dum come on yeah and I have a great part like you know they're there it's it's good stuff they treat us well um, the show's great the 
you know, the creative team is terrific to us. The crowds are you great. You have a great track. You have a really have a great fun. track. Yep. Super you guys did a great Gypsy of the Year performance. I wrote it. No! And I directed it. Yeah. It was... Thank I was, you. was it? my pants laughing. So... You can probably explain. I'm gonna let you explain it. This is okay. yeah. Do it. I actually, it was you my idea. It's your and idea. I wrote it. You do yeah. it. And then Ricky Hines, who was our associate choreographer, um, choreographed all the all the dancers. But what it was is that for through the whole incarnation of Come From Away, Kelly Devine, our Tony nominated choreographer, was stuck with us. <laughs> it's not and a dance so, show. It's not a dance show, and we are not dancers, so it works out you know really well but somehow they hired Kelly Devine and so Kelly you know choreographed all this really beautiful stuff um, that's a little bit more complicated than it seems particularly the precision of it and so there were a lot of very frustrating moments for her but as we went along like she got a Tony nomination for choreography for Come From Way she was nominated for you know Drama Desk and all of those different things and, and the Cheetah Rivera Award mm-hmm. And so we started to refer to ourselves as the Come From Away dancers. And so we go through, the, the sketch takes you through sort of the dance history of Come From Away, the Come From Away dancers, if you will. <laughs> and it ends in our... Because none of them can dance, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So it's all like, you know, Joel Hatch, who's 60 and has had a, foot, uh, a hip replaced. I don't know if he's 60. I'm just, I mean, uh, uh, from, because of the peel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He actually no. did that baby, baby's <laughs> baby butt And he had to have a foot peel, replaced. And he ended up having With a foot replaced. With my dead skin cells. That's exactly right, which is just awkward. But anyway. <laughs> so gross. And so, but he, he always was like, I'll stand on the chair. And, you know what I mean? Like, the, the way the choreography came <laughs> to pass, it's just hilarious. We do a lot of that, and then we're going to perform at the Tony Awards, and doppelgangers come in for us, and they do this, like, massive, awesome dance. And, and then we all run out, and we meet up with our doppelgangers, and... That's the end of the sketch. And we won. We actually it won Gypsy of the Year for that. So good. And like the way it was lit, it would black out, and then there would just be dancers dancing, and it would kind of black out, and they'd come on hot oh, breath. That's so funny. Is it, it on YouTube? Funny. It is on YouTube. YouTube-able? Oh, is it? It is on YouTube. Yep. If you do Gypsy of the Year, come from away. Awesome. It's on there. Awesome. And you start the sketch, and you're like, where is this going? And then, it, then when the payoff happens, it's really good. It was. Yeah. Inspired. Thank you. <laughs> nice. We have two additional segments. Additional segments, and then we can wrap up. We have um, oh God, like a Spitfire timer. It's not a timer. No, but it'll be fun because we're kind of tired. It's okay. one of those it'll just kind of okay. so like, go as fast as you can. Don't overthink it. Okay. Cool. Oh God. But both of you answer, but I think every time you should answer first, just for clarification. Continuity. Okay, you second. Okay. It'll be a Sharon and then a Martha. Um, favorite show? TV or a what? Take a pick. It's everybody's follow-up question. I do not want to clarify it. Tell, nope. just pick, tell me. I don't so you're care. just saying Give favorite me, show? Favorite show. Survivor. Whoa. <laughs> Sweeney Todd. Look at that. Wow. Wow. Last movie you saw in theaters? Um, I saw uh, Mr. Rogers, the Mr. Rogers movie. I haven't seen it yet. I know. I know. 
Everyone loved it and took tissues. I napped. I saw it between shows. You? Deadpool 2. What was the last thing you ate? I ate... Um, barbecue. A barbecue chicken. Mm. At Virgil's. Mm. And coleslaw. It was so good. And then I drank Martha's Diet Coke. Um, I also ate at Virgil's and I had a southwestern salad with brisket on it. It was delicious. I mean, I have a feeling this next question is moot, but uh, what do you wish the last thing you ate was? An apple. <laughs> well, it helps with the bowels. I was all. quite happy with what I ate. You were good. Yeah. Um, give us your best four bars of Gypsy. Everything's coming up roses for me and four. That's probably four. That's probably four. Yeah. Yo! <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna walk yeah, out of that audition. That like, yeah, yeah. Before the very last, that's you're right. Like, you're right. They'd remember me. Yeah, that's actually really funny. Hey, Mister. Is that the says the right show? Hey, Mister Ronstein. It's funny, girl, so honey. Cute. See, that's I don't adorable. know the show. Yeah, I don't know all the shows. That's Ooh. my thing. I love the musicals, but I only know the Come ones on, I know. That's super cute, though. You only though. know the ones you know. That's, that's right. so cute. Keeping that in. Lacusa or Lippa? <laughs> What'd you say? What? Lacusa or Lippa? I don't care. Hmm. Yes. Lippa. I didn't see Lacusa. Heels or flats? <sighs> on a date, heels, but in life, flats. Flats. I would say flats anymore. Flats. I think it's since gay, flats. Since gay flats. Yeah. Who was your fourth grade teacher? Um, Mr. Svoboda. Svoboda? Mm-hmm. S-V-O-B-D-A. Svoboda. Yeah, you're not going to forget that one. Mrs. Marshall. <laughs> uh, how many years have you lived in New York? I lived in New York for 23 years, took a break for three years, and now I've been back for two. So 25 Um, in all, in well, let's see. I guess I moved here in June. <coughs> uh, it's been twenty three continuous years. Celebrity crush. Oh, well, Boyd Gaines is one, and Tia Leone. Mm, yeah, you do like good I do. choices. Thank you. It's a tough one. I can name your celebrity crushes. Well, Tom Cruise. That's like every gay woman's Daniel male Craig. answer. Daniel okay. Craig. Me? Daniel Craig. Oh, Daniel. <laughs> Daniel Craig. Jesus. Daniel Craig. Worst <laughs> <laughs> podcast episode. It might be Daniel you know, got Craig. You're not going to see Kelly O'Hara? Oh, Kelly O'Hara. Her too. I don't know. For men, Daniel Craig. For women, Kelly O'Hara. Who would you love to work with? I would love to work with one of the great female directors right now, like Mm -hmm. Tina Landau or Lee Silverman or one of somebody like that. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. 
Hmm. I was thinking more along the lines of actors, yeah. I know, I, I was going to say, but then I mm-hmm. didn't want to... Well, Kelly O'Hara, basically. I would love to work with her. Work your magic. Universe. This next question, you do not have to name names, but you can describe the type of person, but who would you never want to work with? I mean, if you want to name names, by all means, but if you don't, <laughs> you can skirt that one a little bit. Um... To protect the guilty. Yeah, I there are two people who I have worked with in this business who I would never, never ever, ever, ever work with again. Big old stinkers. Yeah. Yep. Great. Yep. Men. Shocking. Oh. Two men. Oofta. Yeah. I'm not gonna name names, but I don't want to work with crazy people. <laughs> I've worked with some really. Just one. They're easy to find. One or two real doozies. They were both women. I've been very lucky to not work with too many crazies, but I, I won't say just like crazy, kind of. I'd say uh, probably like the the kind of like formerly famous film or TV star who is no longer. And then it's kind of grasping, like the comeback. You know what I mean? Like they're just like trying to... Like grasping to, at relevance. You know. With Stephen and Dana. With Stephen and Dana. Sorry. Betty Davis or Joan Crawford? Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to go with Betty Davis because she's got big eyes and I have big eyes. Let's do that. Nailed it. Yeah. I like Betty Davis. Yeah. Um, what do you order at Hooters? The wings. Isn't that what everybody would get at Hooters? I mean, I don't go to Hooters, but one time when I was on the Les Mis tour, the only <laughs> thing that was near the rest, near the hotel was a Hooters. So we all went to Hooters for like lunch and dinner, and basically we got wings all the time. And so I'm just here to tell you, first of all, those ladies are just trying to pay their rent, yeah. and most of them have got like kids. And second of all, um, they can use a, some nice people at their table that aren't really just looking at their bust and just would like a nice tip, right? And yeah. the, the wings are delicious. Wings. Absolutely. You? I've never been to Hooters, but I hear the wings are amazing, and one day I hope to try them. <laughs> Let's go. Have you heard that from someone besides Yes, me? yes. They're famous for their wings. Everyone yeah. has said that about it. The crab legs are really good. Too. Really? Gotta go. Favorite cereal? I really enjoy peanut butter puffins a lot, but they've got to sit in my almond milk for a while. Peanut butter puffins. Oh, you like peanut butter puffins. Like a soggy. Heard of them. Okay, well, here's all you need to know. I mean, I imagine. It's, it's, it's a grown-up Captain Crunch. That's all it is. It's the same thing, but it's in like a, it's a box that has a puffin on it instead of like a, you know, a guy. A pirate. Yeah, <laughs> and they're delicious. You? Yeah. Lucky Charms. Mm. Oh, they are magically I delicious. I love Lucky Charms. I don't eat them, but I love them. I'm such a nerd. My favorite cereal is Grape Nuts. Look, I love Grape Nuts, too. Come don't on. get me wrong. Have you ever it's put delicious. in the vanilla yogurt and then you let them sit overnight? It's like cheesecake. Yeah. Oh my God, oh my God. Cheesecake. As a kid, I used to put half a sweet and low packet mm. over the top and stir it in. Because I was born geriatric. Right. Seriously. Um, <laughs> and now you're Stephen Ferris. Yeah, I'm Benjamin Bunning. But reverse? No. Geriatric? That's correct. Geriatric? That's a close friend of mine. Um, 
<laughs> Did he write Hello, Dolly? Yeah. <laughs> um, you're in a crisis. Do you call Annalise Keating, as played by Viola Davis, on How to Get Away with Murder, or Olivia Pope, as played by Kerry Washington, on Scandal? Uh, I can't tell if you don't know the question or no, if you're no, 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 no one knows them. No, no, I had to just think about it. I mean, you're going to go with Viola Davis is one of the options, right? Yeah. yeah I yeah. mean, clearly who isn't going to call her, right? She's going she's gonna to handle it. She's going to handle it. Yeah. Carrie Washington, I just feel like we could pick her up with our pinky. Like, they could just be like, okay. She is. You're so fragile on those. Come here, yeah. you. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, I mean, get over here. She also got pinky. it done. Yeah. With her I, Windows um, phone. I haven't really watched those TV shows enough to make a really educated uh, answer. But you've seen them in the plays on Broadway. Just So I'm let's gonna put say it by Are we going to do Davis. Fences or are we going to do, what's the other one that Carrie Washington was in? Susical. No, but. race, the one that was about race. You know what I'm talking Color about. Purple. Recently? Somebody's going to, no, but somebody's going to write in. They're going to know what I'm talking about. Someone's going to write it's in. It's live. It's a mammoth. It's a mammoth. Oh. Play. Oh. It might have been called race. Race. I think it was called race. race. Um, I'm going to call Viola Davis. Yeah. Great. Um, would you rather Martha? get her hands on your camera roll or one of your bosses at Come From Away? Anybody. I, don't, I post 99.9% of my camera roll online, so I'm not okay. afraid of any, anybody looking at my phone. I'm not a very private person, so I don't care. You may have a different answer. I, I would not want... I would only, you mean, would I want Sharon to get a hold of my camera roll? Yeah. Or my bosses yeah. somewhere? Definitely Sharon. Although I then I run the risk of all of my photos being posted online. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Liza That's fair. That is a hundred percent fair. Yeah. Um, like, Why did I ever see this cute picture post? Okay. And you're Sorry. just like, what? Um, uptown or downtown? Uptown. Uptown. I can't believe you're hesitating. It's so hard. It's uptown. It's uptown. <gasps> I've well, I mean, ruined you. It's Upper I've West Side. I mean, I you. used to want downtown, but now I just want Upper West Side. Martha's so downtown, and I I'm so uptown. I moved I am here with West 72nd Street Dreams. Sparky, yeah. come here. I'm super downtown, though. I mean... Sparky, come You like to hang out okay. downtown, but you don't want to live... I lived down there. I worked down there. I do love downtown, but now it's just become NYU. It's NYU and like Mark Jacobs. I mean, yeah. that's all that's going on down there. And like Stella Design. I mean, the meatpacking. I mean, you know. Yeah. Everything. It's just, but anyway, uptown. Red, white, or rose? Depends on the time of year and depends on the meal. Right? True. If it's dinner and if it's winter, it's definitely for red. Right. If it's a summer lunch, Ooh, it's going to be white. I appreciate that about you. But, you know, if it's like, if it's a hot summer night, I'm going to say rosé. Personally, rosé is kind of new to the palate. I'm going to go for a Pinot Grigio. I'm going to go for like a something deep and woody. If it's I a had rosé sangria tonight for the first time. How was that? 
delicious. I think rosé is hot right now. We've just yeah. been drinking some rosé, actually. Uh, it's very good. It's been really good. Yeah. And, uh, um, I like all three. I agree with everything Sharon said <laughs> on the wines. Just saying. And the last question is, is there really something in the middle of nowhere? <laughs> there is, and it's called Gander Newfoundland. There is something in the middle of nowhere. In the middle of nowhere. I sing that too many times a week to even joke around in about it. In the middle of who knows. <laughs> What's your secret to um, keeping a long run fresh? Um, I mean, with your uh, with your past credits, I mean, those are long-running mm-hmm. shows. Les Mis, Phantom, Cats. These are long, right. long runs. Even Avenue Q. I'm good at, I'm good at a long You're good run. at finding that. I'll tell you what keeps it fresh. Right. Looming unemployment. Honest to God. Like, just remembering it, it, the minute that I like, start I'm to bored. feel... Yeah, I'm like, guess what's more boring? Being completely broke and having nothing to do. I've spent too many years of my life wanting a job to get there and not appreciate it. Oh, jeez. I love that I answer. refuse to do it. I love that answer. Yeah. And my big motto is if you're unhappy, leave. And and I may have been in all those long-running shows, but you can look at my contracts. I left, too. I was a quitter because I will not stay if I am not happy. Life is too short. Sure. Yeah. And you were kind of saying that earlier when you're when you're ready to go you're ready to go yeah i am a bit of a quitter also i mean i had one uh a colleague who used to tease me and call me a short timer um how dare she i mean <laughs> she didn't say it in a very sunny way Rude. i might tell you um but i uh i haven't done a lot of super long runs and um, I haven't really hit on the absolute, like, perfect. Like, I feel like Come From Way could have been a show that maybe I could have run for a long time. Next to Normal, I could have run it for a long time, but there were other circumstances that prevented that. So, you know, I, I keep thinking there's going to be a show out there that's going to be like the show. Like, I've done some shows that were so great that I thought, God, I could do this show forever. Like but what? then they close. Like Talking Heads. Anyone? Natalie? Talking Heads? Anyone see it? No. Terrific play that I did that was a series of monologues with all these fantastic actresses. It was a fantastic evening of theater. Six monologues, six different people. Lynn Redgrave, Christine Ebersole, Francis Sternhagen, uh, Brenda Wheel, Valerie Mahaffey. Uh. And uh, uh, um, uh, mm, Kathy Chalfant and Danny Davis, the only man, did one of them. But it was a rotating cast of, of monologues, and it was a terrific evening of theater, and just everyone was a dream to work with. They were all amazing, and it was terrific. We did it for six months, and it was totally, oh, totally so awesome. Cool. Yeah. So that's like definitely way up on my list of one of the most fun. When was that? Awesome. It was like 2002, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah 2002. I was in here. Yeah. I moved here in 07. And it was also, it was produced by Tom Hulse. And it was kind of like the first thing that Tom Hulse had produced in New York, I believe, when he like became a producer. And um, that was also an interesting experience. And um, 
Yeah, and then and then I went on, and then well, then it just became you know me just Tom also calling me for things and me saying I can't I can't do that. <laughs> and then like missing out on many Broadway opportunities, but. Hi ho! Hi ho! There are seven very well-known dwarfs uh, in history. If you were the eighth and ninth dwarf, what would your names be? I love Martha's my name, and my name is already taken. What was yours? Grumpy. You would not be grumpy. My name was already taken with Dopey. Um, okay, so if we if I, we were the eighth and ninth Sharon dwarfs, is so mad at us. She's like, please get out. No, I'm not. Does it seem like that? I don't mean it like that at all. No. <laughs> Um, Would mine be bossy? Do I seem mad? <laughs> no. Oh, no, okay, good. No. Uh huh. Bossy. Sure. Then probably you'd be bossy the Comes dwarf. The or softy. Bossy, softy. Softy, bossy. <laughs> softy, bossy. I would probably be like, lovey. Something <laughs> stupid like that. No idea. Those are both new ones. Are all their names with E on the end? Except for dog. And bashful. Oh, and bashful. We never think I've of never bashful. thought of bashful in my whole life. Um, bashful's a cute one. Too. Bashful's a cute one. He's really cute. He's With his beard, cute. he goes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, he does now I'm getting thing. triggered. It's true. Cute. Oh, good. Well, I'm glad we could bring bashful back. Yeah. Ooh. Now I it's want people's names to like. I want them to work a full into their. It's dwarf interesting name. to see how people think of themselves. Wait mm-hmm. for someone to come on this podcast and be like, my dwarf name would be beautiful. Right. Mm-hmm. There we go. Awesome. Be like, well, that's a wrap. Yeah. Well, Anyone ever says their dwarf name is beautiful, we stop it right there. That's the end. <laughs> We're done. Mine would it be takes like, all kinds. Mine wouldn't really be lovey. Mine would be more like, how do you say worst secret keeper ever? Blabby? Blabby. Blabby. <laughs> That's really cute. That's kind of a bummer. So I know. Bummer. I have one of those nameplate necklaces, just blabby. blabby. Mouthful. Oh, it hurts. It's true. Mouthful. I do. I tell everybody everything. I keep no secrets. I'm the worst. But what if someone's like, please keep the secret? I'm Dana won't keep a oh, secret no, if, unless if you someone, tell No, you have her. to explicitly tell me, and then it's going to the Yeah, grave. if someone tells Wait, her to keep a secret, she's good at keeping yeah, a secret. Yeah, I've kept a secret from yeah, you before. You have. Yeah. But like the freaking elephant thing. <laughs> yeah, right. Like that. Yeah. That's, but that but was you a know, secret. it's funny that we, that we joked <laughs> that you're yeah, the... Yeah, I kept it. You're the worst secret keeper ever, but I also recently revealed, like, this adventure was having a surprise of course, it was me who like blew the surprise like really yeah. half an hour before it happened. Right, yeah. I was down in the lobby no, no. and there were people showing up and they would see me and I'd be like, just go up because it's a surprise. So you need to be up there first in the lobby. I'm sending people up. I'm like the elevators so are around there. Ridiculous the moment that it happened. Anyway, <laughs> wow. We all just laughed. It was funny. Wow. Yeah. Now I have to make a surprise when it's less expected. 
<laughs> Wait, you have more notes that we haven't talked about. Yeah, well, read them. Three years ago today is when they closed Come yeah. From Away at La Jolla Playhouse. That's today? It is. It's July 12th. Yeah. Oh. July 12th. Wow. Okay. Who'd have thunk that we'd be Who'd here? Thunk? Who'd have thunk? Who would have thought that we'd be with sitting right here? Who'd have Did thunk? you? <laughs> Jane, who'd have thunk? Wow, it's Martha's drive name too. Who the thunk? <laughs> Is it really? No. I'm such a good actor, though, that you believe me. You are. Thanks. You're a great actress. Two liter Pepsi. Two liter Pepsi. Shasta Cola. If you two were to lead a TED talk together, what would the topic be? Um, hmm. TED Talk Manhattan. To talk Manhattan Plaza. Leap and the net will appear. That's right. Leap and, <laughs> and the, the net, net will appear. appear. That's a good one. Yep. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, yeah, it would just appear. be on about like going for it. I think that's right. Really just going for it and not being afraid of just figuring it out on the back end. Jump know. into the pool. Yeah, we just didn't, neither of us expected this to happen. And then it, Jump and Annette Benning's Oscar will appear. God bless. When is that going to happen? When she leaps. She does not have an Oscar. And, um, she jacked. She didn't win for... No. no. She's never won For American Oscar. Beauty? No. We no. Zero Oscars. Wow. I will sell this house today. I can't believe she didn't win for that. Is that the year that um, Catherine Zeta-Moore won for Chicago? I wonder if it was that year. Catherine Zeta-Jones. Is that her name? Catherine Zeta-Jones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Catherine Zeta, if you're listening. What's going on? Blabby. What? Get it together. I did that right. I did you it right. You said Catherine Zeta-Moore. <laughs> Jones. No. I have the receipts. <laughs> I got the receipts. I was going to let it slide. Lay back that beautiful bean footage. So cute. Let's see. Oh, it's at okay. bar 2,937. I told you I'm not a good drinker. Is. I don't. Okay. Never oh, you had an entire glass of water. <laughs> yeah. Cute. <laughs> um. I can't Sweet. wait for this picture. Oh my god, me too. What picture? We need to take a picture for the photo. Oh. For yeah. the photo. Hmm. Um, what else? Is there, is there anything that you haven't talked about that you would like to? Do you have things to plug? Do you have topics that we didn't cover? You've plugged your thing before. Yeah. No. Come away. <clears throat> Do you Lifespan know you... of a fact. Coming to Studio 54. Where I saw my first Broadway show. Really? When I was 10 years oh old. Oh, God. What was it? Cabaret. Mm-hmm. Last row. Of, there, were, there were bar stools at that time. There wasn't even a row. I was sitting in a bar stool with my dad. It was the night I took my first Advil, too. Because I had a headache, and I did not want my first Broadway show ruined. So I oh made him give me a liquid gel. Oh, my gosh. I know. White turtleneck, black jeans... Black dress shoes. Awful outfit. Back row. Last two bar stools on the end. Cabaret. I remember every second. Where'd you grow up? LA. Okay. Really? Where in LA? Thousand Oaks. Wow. Valley boy. He's a valley boy. He's I didn't know I was a valley boy until a couple of years ago because we never 
thought we were. In Do you know valley. that song? The ba- Valley Girl? Valley Girl? Valley Girl, she's a valley girl. Oh, you mean like the one you were just singing but with Valley Boy? From from the 1980s, it was like... (laughs) I don't know that that's in my... Oh my goodness, we're going to have to pull that one up on YouTube. (laughs) Just type in Valley Girl, I forget who sings it, but it is the most 80s song. I mean, it goes with the new Go-Go's musical, of course. So fun. We had tickets and didn't go. That's all right. Yeah. We were overwhelmed on our Monday night off. Apparently, yeah. tonight was the night to go see it. Apparently, I the Go Go's played yeah. after the show. Something tells me like Hillary Clinton went tonight. Or the Go Go's played. played. Oh, the oh, actual Go Go's played after the she show. Just told me. I know because I had friends who went tonight who texted me and told me. Oh, great. That's what it was. That's kind of cool. That's, That's very pretty cool. cool. That's very Why cool. are the Go Go's virgins? I know nothing. Because they never stop, stop. Because their lips are sealed. <laughs> Have you guys seen the the company cast recording documentary? You've seen that. I've sure. watched it within the last six months. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. It's mandatory viewing. Amazing. Yeah. Man. Like you can't. It's what like else it's is a, mandatory YouTube viewing for you. I don't watch oh, YouTube. YouTube video. Yeah. No, this is a DVD. No, I know, but do you ever go back and like watch an old Barbara YouTube moment or no? I you don't seek it out, but if you see something that looks interesting, you'll hit play. I'm the wrong person to ask this question. Ask Martha. This I question. don't really do that, but you recently came across she all that lame miss stuff, and you, you she creates you just, new content. You just I, post the content. Listen, you fell on the lame miss hole. A this few is weeks the big ago. joke about me: is I'm a post and go. That people think that I know everything that's going on on Facebook, and that and actually and people will say to me all the time, I know everything that's going on with you because I I follow you on Facebook, and I think first of all you don't know everything that's going on with me at all, uh-huh. and second of uh-huh. all I don't know who you are. Oh, <laughs> oh big she time! Know anything that's happening? I'm like, do you see that Facebook? No, nope, no, nope, no. Nope. I'd never read it. Post and go. I'm a post, post and go. go. Post and How go. I am with this podcast. I know. Isn't that weird? I always have been, though. I think that is one of the biggest misnomers of me is that they, people think that I'm on the computer all the time looking at social media all the time. And I do, but not. I, ne- I very rarely comment. I very rarely like. Mm-hmm. I never will p- hit, like, a cute hamster video. That is never. Have you ever <laughs> seen me do that? No, only if Beatrix shows oh. it to you. And even then, I'm like, I don't do this. I just yeah. don't do it. I think it's an absolute ridiculous waste of time. If I were going to tell people to watch things on YouTube, I would say watch, if you can get any old Judy Garland material, you should watch all old Judy Garland material, and that would be a good thing to watch on YouTube. I watch that Judy Garland Christmas special every year. I have it right there on my shelf. I watch it every year She pointed to it, Brought to you by contact. That's right. I don't need YouTube. I got it on my shelf. Maybe that's a better question. Here's what the, old shit do you like? Yeah, but here's what you really should watch from the Judy Garland show. Watch her performance of um, uh, she sang this like the night after Kennedy was shot, and she was friends with him, of course. And she sings, um, "Mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord." It is un. Believable, and it looks like she is going to die, yeah. and she sounds awesome. And it is, I mean, it is just like her body is an instrument, and she is using it to sing about this person. I mean, the way she interprets a lyric, I think, is really unbelievable. 
Same thing with Liza Minnelli, another Fantastic. phenomenal storyteller. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I didn't really get that until I went to the palace and saw her live the first time. And I was like, oh, I don't care that you can't sing at right. all. I don't care. You yeah. tell these stories so fantastically. If you had unlimited funds and could revive any show you wanted that has not been revived in the last 10 years. Pump Poison Dinettes. It really needs one. I was just saying that the other night. It is ready for a revival. They did it it at City Center a few years ago. Did they? I didn't see it, but my friend Katie Thompson was in it. I... I did not I see it, it nor was it really on my radar. I guess I had heard that maybe it was happening. But I, it really needs like a bang a up a bang production. up production. I, I Sure how fun I would that, that be? Show. With I think we're ready for another most happy fella. We haven't had a most happy fella in sure. a long time. I'm the most happy fella. With like because they did it with two pianos um, in the nineties. And I, I think, you know, it could be really at Lincoln Center with like that full lush orchestra sure. again and really get some of those. I love that original singers. poster art for most yeah. happy fella. It's it's a terrific show. And there's so many talk about Easter eggs in the show. They put so many like names of people in there. Like there's the list of who's getting the mail and all of those people are people that are like worked in the crew or worked on the on the show. They're all real names, Farnsworth, uh, all the uh, different people. Yeah. I think it's a gorgeous show. I don't know most happy fella. It's I mean, really, I think I saw it at Quissy, but we just saw it at Quissy last summer. That's the first time I've <laughs> ever seen it. Yeah, it was quite good. They went. They did it in like two thousand five, two thousand six. Oh my god! They did it again in two thousand seventeen. Rosabella was the first time I ever played an ingenue on stage. Oh. I loved it. It was it was a real turning point for me. You can read about that in the book. Till the Fat Girl Sings available on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> Prime shipping go. available. Right. Prime shipping available. Where can people find you online if they wanted to follow your adventures? I'm launching a new website that'll just be at SharonWheatley.com. It should be launched by the time this happens. And I'm on Instagram at SS Wheatley. I'm on Twitter at SS Wheatley. Uh, and I have a Facebook page. Like a whatever, like, like a follow page. me, whatever that yeah. is. Yeah. yeah, not definitely. a friend request page. A press like the a, thumbs up. Page. I like this person. Yeah. Oh, like mm-hmm. Martha doesn't really want to be followed. No. Great. <laughs> Forget everything you've heard <laughs> about our guest, Don't Martha Dawson. <laughs> Martha can only be found on this podcast. That's <laughs> right. I'm Sharon Wheatley's coattails or, of the following. If they could write it on Sharon Wheatley's website. <laughs> And I am on all of those things. Do you just get I'm your own tab? <laughs> I wrote a good tab. I actually wrote a good I wrote a good blog about Martha and my relationship with Martha that's called The End of Shiva. That if you're on my website and you want to know a little bit more about me and Martha and what how this happened and how I felt about it, that's a good post to read. It's a great post. The end of Shiva. Ooh, your blogging is you amazing. You wrote it a while ago. Yeah. I wrote it like it really two good. years ago. I, yeah, I read it. I remember. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Ooh, what's happening here?" It was, <laughs> it was a super great read. Loved it. Incredibly um, good. Yeah. Incredibly good. That's it. 
you guys, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so Thanks much for having us in your home so late at night. Amazing. This has been our pleasure. We'll I'm so happy to meet you both. I know, it's really fun. I'm glad that you could come over. Thanks for coming to us. It sure made it easy for yeah, us. That we're, was we're nice. a traveling podcast. I, mean, I, I did wipe down the kitchen counter and I wiped down the bathroom, but then other than that, put the dog toys in the bin. Other than that, should we use the bathroom since you wiped it down? Yeah. I thought you were going to say, should we use the dog toys since you put them in the bin? <laughs> yeah. But either, it's fine, either. actually. I'm clearly ready for bed. Bye. 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 In the Room with Stephen and Dana is produced by Stephen Farizy and Dana Craig. Special thanks to Joel Wagoner for tinkling the ivories on our theme song. Hit him up at joelwagoner.com. We apologize and you're welcome. We'd also like to thank Jesse Weiner, W-I-E-N-E-R, for our jazzy original music sprinkled throughout each episode. You can find him at jessewiener.com. Last but certainly not least, we'd like to thank Kevin Thomas Garcia for taking all of our ridiculous photos. You can find him online at ktgnyc.com. We are all over the internet on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at InTheRoomPod. Follow us, like us, share us, pimp us out. And don't forget to subscribe to In The Room Podcast. We everywhere, so subscribe. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.